0: Hi, AV Club. I'm Ezra.
1: And I'm Megan.
0: And we're here to bring you all things Archie.
1: Your favorite Archiest boy. The most Archiest boy there is.
0: Archie. I would probably have to agree with that one. Yeah. I mean, what makes Archie the Archiest boy? You know, is it Not his the Archie? Not royal
1: Archie. That's that's Prince, Prince oh, whatever's son, right?
0: Uh, yeah, Prince I never Harry. Did you the hear about family.
1: that? He's a redhead too, isn't interview? he? No. He
0: is, yeah. Yeah, apparently Meghan and Harry got on Oprah oh, and spilled wait. all the tea I about the royal family. I did hear about
1: this. NPR yeah. was talking about it.
0: I right. I saw a black when it Twitter trickles blew down up the to your after. Archie
1: podcast. You know it's hot news. Exactly.
0: Yeah, I don't know exactly uh what all happened there, but some crazy shit did. Uh speaking of royal redheads, I there's even like that weird thing where Archie discovers he's a prince or has like that's prince like seventy
1: nine different comics. Yeah,
0: there's definitely
1: yeah. one where they bring a prince back as like an exchange student, but he looks the same as Archie, and they do like a oh god a swap places <laughs> thing. Yeah, that's right. And oh, then there's god. some kind of it's showdown like, what at is an a airport. Christmas
0: switch is that what it's
1: called? Yeah.
0: Oh god. Yeah, I there's definitely ones. I I always just like the ones where you get to see someone who looks like Archie but's actually cool and interesting and it's just such a weird <sighs> culture shock like you know what i mean though
1: yeah like
0: there's always those ones i think it's like a i don't even know if it's archie's daydream or betty's daydream but it's one where archie's like rich and cool and taking her on dates and he's like got a yellow jacket and sunglasses a yellow and he's jacket
1: like, oh shit
0: i know it's like a whole thing and uh he like rents out the theater for her and it's just the two of them and it's like archie you look like an asshole
1: like, also, it's so unnecessary to rent out a theater. Is that what I people think people want?
0: It's not that impressive to like rent out a theater. Like a grandpa can do that to take their kids to see. Well, I guess now not that their kids, COVID but their happened, any
1: of us can do it. That's a, yeah.
0: It's very. It's easy like, to rent out a whole kind
1: theater. of expensive, but it's not that expensive.
0: See, I'd be really impressed if Archie had flown in all the actors to oh, act it out oh, in front of Oh, now there's them live. an idea. And you know, you get the boom mic people just so the sounds not getting all garbled and shit. And yeah, I don't know. That's impressive to me. Yeah, but just renting a theater. I don't know, man.
1: And then you get to like rich person level. You just have your own theater in your house.
0: Right, you just got your own troop of actors. So I feel like the luxury
1: call. isn't. Well, no, I'm talking about like a home theater. That's oh, like, like, like a movie theater. A big yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That is no, that does sound better, honestly.
1: Well, like think about the the movie theater. The fun mm-hmm. part isn't like I don't know. It's not being alone that makes it fancy. It's like having a nice chair to sit in, and not, yeah. the floor is not sticky. That's what would impress <laughs> me.
0: See, exactly. Like, if I could just have movie theater experience, and I know we're not breaking new ground. Like, we this is a home <laughs> theater, but if I could have a movie theater experience without leaving my house, that's where you've got me, Archie. Not yeah. by renting a theater.
1: Now you have to like go out and and like be at a place. You're less I know. comfortable
0: i know exactly and do you have to like get your concessions at the standstill because that kind of sucks
1: yeah or do they like bring it to you they better bring it to you if you rented the damn theater
0: archie definitely didn't think this through man
1: our betty's fantasy of archie didn't betty clearly is bad at fantasies we've established that's
0: very true though that's very true I just lis- read one today where it's like Betty back in Fairy Tale Land or whatever, and they do a little Red Riding Hood thing.
1: <laughs> she just fantasizes about being in other fantasies.
0: But like, yeah, first of all, that's a really good point. <laughs> it's like it's a weird message too because the just whole writing thing. Fanfic. Right is she puts herself in this, but like the idea is that she's an independent. Red Riding Hood, and so like oh, she fucking tells off the wolf, and then goes to the is her grandma's the house. Wolf? No, it's just an actual wolf in a oh, pinstripe suit. Oh, it's just suit. a wolf.
1: What? Think Tex Avery because they're
0: fairy tale land.
1: Jesus Christ! Like literally,
0: this is fairy tale land. <laughs> I don't know. It's a Tex Avery looking wolf in a pinstripe suit that, uh puts on her grandma's clothes and then she like does some judo to take it out and archie runs in and he's like i guess you don't mean- need me to save you and she's like nope but then little red veronica riding hood shows up and gets the archie and it's like what is this message guys
1: archie what are you guys doing <laughs> what, what is the doing? plan here
0: I don't know if there is one or if they were just like hey that'd be funny Betty and ri- Red Riding Hood. It's uh it's I'm a weird silently one Just shaking from. my head. Yeah, it's good. We can pick it up on the mic. Yeah. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I, just <laughs> I just got a really good picture and picture of you shaking your head uh, and uh it's like disappointment in stereo. <sighs> it was really yeah. good. Good, good. Mhm. Um I I do have something here that I promise you will not be disappointed oh, by. that would Megan. be a
1: pleasant surprise if... for this show not we... your <laughs> wait no it you would be don't a pleasant surprise me. to not Archie be disappointed. disappointed me. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> no um I think uh, we've disappointed our listeners enough by just talking about how much Archie sucks. Yes. Although that is kind that of what is our come whole to expect. show actually. Yeah. Um but I have brought an Archie Investigates.
1: <gasps> Ooh. Uh,
0: with, with a special title that I'm going to call Betty Books It. Uh, nice. Because it's a specifically Betty investigating this time.
1: That's much more creative than my alternate title, Betty Investigates. <laughs>
0: <Or> <laughs> I, even I just better, had to do the Archie
1: Investigates, but no, it's Betty this time, actually. <laughs>
0: That just rolls right off the tongue, though. I don't know why you don't love that.
1: I'm really good at naming things.
0: Put that on a fucking coffee mug, man. Oh, yeah. Sell that for $10. Wouldn't it be cool if
1: I held up the coffee mug I'm drinking from right now and it said that? And it says that?
0: I would actually really love that coffee mug <laughs> if it said Archie Investigates, but actually it's really Betty Investigating. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It'd
0: be pretty good shit. Okay, let's, uh, um, so, let's go ahead
1: and make that merch, and that'll be on Archie yeah. Public Store next week, guys.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be a picture of a mug that says that on a t-shirt. <laughs> oh. You don't get the mug.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> it's tea public. Um, <laughs> so we, I, I decided to bring today one that I know you've definitely read because this is in one of our childhood digests. Lovely. Um, we've referenced it. And I wanted to do it on a past episode, but I think it would have been like doubling up on an Archie investigates. So when I realized I could today, I was thrilled. Uh, and this is Betty Cooper, Super Sleuther, and Never Say Never. Oh, God damn it! That is the official. Is it that title. art
1: style with the heavy lines?
0: Uh, it's not super heavy. Okay. I I don't know who it is. It's actually one of my favorite eras of Archie art. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it's kind of like. In that weird pulpy phase where they just did kind of like... It felt like they were doing dime store teen mysteries as Archie, and I love it. Yeah,
1: it's very good.
0: So we start with uh, Betty in her bedroom, working on a story for the school paper about girls in contact sports. Now does
1: she have a hat on? A newspaper hat?
0: Not this time, but she is at her typewriter.
1: Oh, good.
0: She's got, like, the sports page to her side. She's got a TV, little mounted up on the wall in front of Glenn her, and she's watching- has got TV
1: and typewriter going on.
0: I know. It does look like a pretty old-ass TV, though, to be fair. <laughs> but it's also, like, an Underwood typewriter, so I don't know what's going on. Maybe it was Great Aunt Theodora's <laughs> yeah. typewriter or something. She, uh, starts taking notes on the women's middleweight title match, um- for her article and she sees I don't I just had to write these names down cuz they're pretty great. Yeah. It's Mindy Cinders knocks out Blubby Freem.
1: I'm sorry. What?
0: I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. Are you not familiar with the name Blubby Freem?
1: Megan? Blubby Freem? <laughs> yeah.
0: This thing that sounds like a Rick and Morty character. <laughs> Blubby Freem. Oh, yeah. Oh god. Uh, yeah, so Mindy Cinders knocks out Blubby Freem in the sixth round and gets to the <sighs> middleweight title. So Blubby that's Freem irrelevant. doesn't completely irrelevant. That'll never come up. No, actually, uh, shockingly. Uh, she kind of makes this uh, or no, I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead a bit because she's looking in the newspaper right now and she finds out there's a girls football team forming in the next county over. They're called the Craigville Crunchettes.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: She kind of yeah, I know. Just makes some statements, too, about how she's not into football, not into contact sports. Why are you uh, writing like, this article, I'll never. She literally says, I'll never have a black eye. Well, no black eyes for Betty Blue Eyes. I mean never, is how she says it. So she's gonna uh, get a black
1: her... eye before this is over.
0: And if you weren't sure, her cat winks at us.
1: Oh my so... god. So it's like Betty also plays football in a lot of comics.
0: I know, man. Like they're just playing fast and loose with the trivia here. God. At school the next day, she kind of goes past a group of boys and she's like when they didn't look at me, I knew noticed something was wrong. Um she goes over to talk to them and she finds out that via Archie who's among them that they tell her someone broke into the locker building and stole all the football uniforms there's actually i just wanted real quick there's actually some really good language in this too just because she says what's up what's with you dudes i've seen happier faces at the fish market to which archie replies we may as well be on ice bets and i'm like all right guys
1: okay i see what you're doing they're going a little noir on us
0: they definitely are
1: glad archie's Um, the dame I I do too. Honestly,
0: it's good. So, uh, they find or we find out that there's no more money in the budget for school uniforms, and they'll have to play in old equipment. How so horrifying!
1: School, they may as well die. I know, well right? Die. These poor
0: boys. <laughs> uh, <sighs> Betty's at the crime scene with Archie, looking. Um, Archie makes a comment about like the police are already here, and she's like, "Yeah, but they have so many cases. I've just got this one." Um, okay. <laughs> I know, I was like, I mean, you're not wrong, but you're also a teen girl. Yeah. He tells, Archie tells Betty that he is also missing a pair, his pair, of lucky fluorescent wristbands. Uh, they are lime green, and it's so Reggie has like a better target when he's passing downfield.
1: So is this gonna be a thing where the villainous girls football team stole all their shit? And the bad guy is women in non-traditional areas of life.
0: You're 70% there, Megan. Let's see if you can keep putting the pieces together. God damn it, Archie. Now stymied, she decides to... That's also their language. Betty says stymied. Okay. Which I've... They're yeah, really so leaning in here, to, I
1: appreciate
0: it. She, I, I do too. Uh, she decides to keep working on her newspaper story, so goes heads to Craigville to see the Crunchettes and watch their team practice. Mm-hmm.
1: Totally um, unrelated. These aren't gonna mm-hmm. cross over at all.
0: No, I mean, it's just a fun side uh, adventure, Megan. Why? Why I don't know what you're saying. She notices how tough the team is and then notices that One of the girls on the team is wearing a pair of lime green fluorescent wristbands.
1: Mm -hmm. There's no way she could have obtained them besides stealing them from Archie.
0: Uh, because women are always stealing from men.
1: And this really Uh, never would have happened if they'd just accepted their assigned gender roles and stayed in the kitchen, girls. (laughs) Oh, God. (sighs) Um,
0: and so Betty decides at this point to try out for the team.
1: What She said, like, real quick a pause. minute ago.
0: I know. I have no idea how much time passes in the course of this comic. <laughs> because she, she she's just like, I just decided to keep working on the story. So she's like, I tried out for the Craigville crunchettes and made second string nose guard. And then... For, then she's just already at the first game, where they've been issued new uniforms. They're also playing against the Piltdown Puffs, which is just wild. Betty's benched the whole time, but she managed to overhear some of the players thanking the fullback, Greta Gripper.
1: The alliteration, um, guys.
0: Uh, uh. Apparently, Greta sold the whole team the uniforms for cheap.
1: What the school the freshly
0: bought dyed uni- uniforms, uh, I they're, mean, they're lavender,
1: the real villain here. girl uniforms is Megan. the school that wouldn't provide the girls' football team with their own uniforms, and they had to find their own,
0: so you've found the hidden message in today's. Episode. <laughs> I just wanted to <laughs> I had the same thought while uh, reading this one, and I was just like, wow, so we'll get into. The Mishmash and Mishigas in just a second. But we really are, like, villainizing this lower-income high school for... Because it turns out, I will say, the football team didn't know the uniforms were stolen when they bought them. Like, it was this Greta Gripper who's the unsavory character in the whole mix. Which we'll get in, we'll unpack that suitcase in another few seconds. Yeah, But it is really like, okay... So, they're just trying to, like, I don't know, get their start, and yeah, we're demonizing them for this? It was
1: really rough. Sounds like an Archie comic. hmm If you're not normal, then, uh, yep. you're a villain. No.
0: That's a lot of this issue, man. Uh, so, anyway, back to the mystery where, I don't know if you heard, but the lavender- The uniforms oh, are lavender, because they're girls. Well, they're a
1: girl, so... They get lavender or pink, and no other options. They're already Perhaps too butch because they're playing football. So
0: that's true. Uh, you have not seen the illustration of Greta Gripper either. She very butch. It's rough. Uh, short hair, kind of like Hatchet Face from Crybaby. Oh, Baby. okay. It's not flattering. Cool. Uh, it's a it's a look. Um, which is kind of completed when they tell you that Greta is the girlfriend of Squeaky Packham, a member of the River Rats gang.
1: When is this Because
0: in a children's book.
1: My oh, God!
0: <laughs> we're in the boxcar, children, Megan. Yeah,
1: and then the drapes and the squares had a gang war, and...
0: <sighs> <laughs> uh, okay, so Betty starts hitting the pavement looking for shops where Greta could have sourced the dye...
1: Why does uh, that matter? And
0: on the... Because cu- it's a lot of dye to dye that you many uniforms You can just buy dye, can't you? Not this big of a quantity. <laughs> <laughs> on the seedy side of town, Why she up at... Why are they seedy?
1: All dye <laughs> shops are seedy? Fucking, she would have gone to Joyous Fabrics and She buy- <laughs> says,
0: I visited various shops that sold dye. Discouraging. No luck. But on... In Feebly Fabric Mart on the seedy side of town, she uh, finds out from Fred Feebly that someone bought all of his dye. I just need to also... There's a lot of asides in this one because this one really blew my fucking brain. Uh, He says... (laughs) He says, Big girl with a chipped front tooth. She had the faint odor of horse liniment about her. What? It's the weirdest thing. I don't even really know what horse liniment is. That shows up in, like, uh, Garfield comics, too. <laughs> but the weirdest part is that he says a-yuh, which I'm going to go ahead and spell for you. A-U- or I'm sorry, A-Y-U-H, which you're going to laugh, but that's a Stephen King reference what? that I know from reading.
1: Is it for it- me. <laughs>
0: Like, that's literally- (laughs) I, like, was reading this, I was like, what the fuck? Pulled it out, went to my girlfriend, I was like, look at this, he says a ya, and then I opened and I was like, here's the part in the book where he points out the phrase a ya, and it's like a northern New England-ism for yes. It's like how youpers say, like, A. Okay. So what the fuck, Archie? What is this
1: comic? Also, I really appreciate how our show is defined and shaped by you reading it.
0: <laughs> it's very
1: <laughs> it's come up so many times,
0: dude. You have no, You're... you don't. I've live started it too. before.
1: It is nine thousand pages long, so it's a very
0: long <laughs> book. I I don't even think I'll. Real quick, before we (laughs) close this uh, page of It, I just need to say it's a very, very important book for me for reasons that I do not fully understand. Um, I think it hits a lot of my keys, and I enjoy reading it. But I will also say that Stephen King isn't great all the time, and his depictions of women and the way he treats them leaves something to be desired. Yep. There That said, let's get back to the
1: show. Which also, its uh, so, treatment of women, leaves something to be desired. <laughs> yeah, we've got Archie. a couple
0: similarities here. Uh, but she realizes that this dude's talking about Greta Gripper, and she heads to where the river rats hang out, because she just knows this.
1: Well, of course. Um,
0: because if, you know, I mean, I guess with the name like river rats, it's gotta be on the docks. So she finds their old boat that's not seaworthy anymore, that's tied up uh she's creeping along deck and peers through a hatch and she sees greta gripper and the river rats there's like a little blurb where she's like hey that sounds like a band huh uh which it does okay uh she even sees the team's football helmets and we get a little bit of like a very clearly exposition about how they do this all the time they're like what do you say we get rid of our loot friday night at eight In our usual fashion. It's very, very loaded.
1: The normal way we always do.
0: (laughs) Uh, Trying to piece it together, Betty's like, she can't figure out what that means, but she's like, (laughs) they must use the water to somehow, because the police patrol the docks. And then we just kind of cut there. It's Friday night at eight. Time of the drop, which is also the evening of the Halloween fundraiser dance to get the team new football uniforms. Oh, good. They never alluded to the fact that it's near Halloween, so it's literally just for the fact that uh, Dilton and Betty are in costumes. Uh, (laughs) Dilton is helping (laughs) Betty haul a jet ski out of the back of his panel van, which is decorated with a big, cool lightning bolt. Didn't know Dilton had a panel van.
1: Also, it Uh, definitely would have, like, a lady riding a tiger on it, right?
0: (laughs) With dragon wings and shooting lightning, yeah.
1: She would have had Um, a lightning bolt coming from her hand.
0: Exactly. It's like some (laughs) real... Yeah, some real Frank Frazetta, like, Mm -hmm. uh, art up there. Uh, So yeah, they're getting a jet ski out of the back of the van, and we find out that he's helping her because she promise to introduce him to tina tibbs who she says likes cute little musketeers yeah uh wild so she sets off in the water dilton's like back in five minutes promise and she sees the river rats boat their little outboard motor pulling away but in the fading light she loses them then a steamer ship is like bearing down upon her uh, she's just able to dodge the bow, but the wake of the ship knocks her off the jet ski into the water. She's able to swim over to a light buoy she in her raccoon costume. Loses
1: the jet ski that didn't lent her.
0: Yes, it comes back later though, Megan. Oh Don't worry.
1: <laughs> it's tethered um, to her ankle, so it's just floating along behind her. But not in the way her. you
0: might think. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a boogie board. Mm -hmm. Um, She climbs up onto this light buoy, and then she luckily notices the river rats on the buoy, filling it with loot, uh, because it's their dead drop. They luckily haven't noticed her.
1: Well, why would they notice a girl in a raccoon costume climbing the buoy?
0: I know. Well, you know, it's probably just a big ocean raccoon or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> chilled by the evening water, Betty sneezes, uh, which alerts them to her presence. Oh,
1: that alerts them uh, to her presence.
0: <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> let's see. One of them jumps up and pulls the like mask and hood off her. And she starts climbing up, uh, at which point Greta Gripper recognizes her as the nosy new nose guard for the team. There's then... <laughs> Betty makes a here's one for the Gipper reference for all the kids. Oh my god. And kicks Greta in the head. Uh, And then a man goes to throw a fucking wrench at her.
1: Jesus
0: cut back to shore where dilton is getting worried uh watching with a pair of binoculars uh he's like she only was supposed to be gone for five minutes uh, what was and the plan some...
1: i don't really know <laughs> She's it gonna doesn't take seem very five clear minutes to what like run out there and look and then come back
0: i guess just like yeah be like that's it that's what they're doing <laughs> <laughs> I figured it out. But he notices, like, some activity on this buoy, can't really tell what's going on, because it's too dark. But then, the man throws the wrench, and it knocks out the light on the buoy. Realizing something wrong, Dilton gets to the CB rodeo he has it his fan because of course he does, because uh-huh. it's yeah. Dilton.
1: That tracks. And
0: calls Harbor Patrol. Um... Harbor Patrol shows up at the buoy, arrests the river rats, and- Betty's been killed
1: already, so that's tragic.
0: It's, like, rough, though, because she's clinging to this buoy, like, literally hands and feet, and there's a guy holding onto her raccoon tail, trying to pull her off of it.
1: That would just come off. It's wild. Yeah. Those costumes aren't well made.
0: No, no, this is not, like, a full actual tail built into it. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um and we start to get the wrap-up uh the river rats are hauled out and the jet ski is hauled up from where it fell in the water that's it they just tied up that loose oh, end good for you, good back at the station all the river rats confess and the police perform a stakeout to catch the fence we just see this in a throwaway panel uh-huh. Back at the ranch, Dilton brings home Betty so she can change for the Halloween ball or whatever.
1: Wait, their but costumes her... were not for the Halloween ball?
0: Well, hers got all oh, wet, okay. Megan, from the ocean or whatever. And now she has a cold, because it was too cold in the water.
1: Oh. And
0: Alice Cooper makes Betty stay home, and puts her in bed with some medicine. Uh, but later in the evening, la- Alice pops her head in and finds Betty basically being like, I'm sad I'm in bed. And then Alice says, this is a weird thing she says because she's like, hey, all your friends left early to come see you and this really j- nice gesture. But you could get them sick so I told all of them to go home. <laughs> Ex- Why? Because of Betty's cold germs, I guess.
1: Oh, but okay.
0: One person can stay. Archie, who comes in dressed in a full suit of real armor, which is gonna keep <laughs> him safe from germs, because knights definitely <laughs> didn't get sick.
1: Knights. That's actually a fun fact about knight armor: is that it's fully sealed against any outside air, <laughs> hermetically sealed. Yeah, <laughs> just
0: yeah. That's why they always have to lift the visor; otherwise, uh-huh, they'll just fully they can't suffocate. Breathe, you yeah. Know?
1: So Archie it's a, it's did like have to leave the room every 15 minutes to breathe. Um, or
0: he'll just huff all her cold germs. Yeah. no, that I didn't know uh, that. Yeah. Thank no, you for yeah, teaching me that. It's uh,
1: something most people um, don't realize. That's where knights died all the time. That's why? They just didn't have enough <laughs> oxygen. But they never <laughs> got sick.
0: They, No knight ever actually died in combat.
1: Well, and you can't tell because they just sort of keel over and you're like, wow, what kind of cool injury did he get? No, he just forgot to open his visor.
0: Right, yeah. <laughs> he just passed out from lack of oxygen. See, ownership. I
1: thought you were going to say that it was like a, a scuba suit. Because they've definitely they've
0: done, done that, that before joke before. They've done that before a lot of times. Uh, no, it's a knight armor this time. Uh, he brings her some cake. Um, he can't eat and... cake
1: because he's got knight armor on.
0: I know. It's also like, it feel- feels like a shitty visit because he doesn't say anything or like, look at her, really. <laughs> so she's just like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because Even with the visor down, like, because it's a drawing, you can't see his face, even slightly. So it's just, she's sitting there with, like, this faceless mask, like the (laughs) armor knight from Scooby-Doo that's brought her cake.
1: She opens it, and actually, it's not Archie, it's a ghost.
0: Yeah, there's nothing inside. (laughs) But, yeah, anyway, so she finishes the story the next day. The boys on the football team got all their uniforms back from that evil, poor girls team and they had just enough time to take on Hasslehead High.
1: But is it going to be a fun win. joke that they're still purple?
0: Nope. Oh, good. No, they got redyed. So
1: really, they had plenty the, of
0: time. The button on the end is like not really a button. Be- it's more like... <laughs> I don't know, it's like one of those easy buttons where you press it, and it like is kind of funny because it says, that was easy. But you're just like, oh, ha-ha. Basically, Betty's like... They got the uniforms back and beat the team at Hasselhead High, the same game they weren't supposed to win, which just goes to prove, never say never, which is a what? button, because she said she'd never do contact sports or football in the beginning. So there you go. Okay. With your punchy ending.
1: Great job, guys. That's it. That was...
0: What is it, Betty Cooper, Super Sleuther in Raccoon Suit Shenanigans? Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> never say never. That was the name of the what fucking. What a treasure! That's the worst title. There you go. That is um one of our classics.
1: Yes, that is a whole lot, whole lot to unpack. Of... There, Archie. Hmm. Oh
0: yeah, man. I I just it it always reminds me of. That one Nancy Drew game where she like dresses up in a cat suit and dances for money. Cause like the raccoon suit just feels so weirdly incongruous yeah. with the rest of Archie comics.
1: Like, why was it I Halloween, guys? Why was it Halloween? Yeah,
0: is that necessary? It didn't need it, to be, it, it feels wasn't like. relevant. Are they trying to make like a fun squirrel girl? goof or something like and also, if so a raccoon is not did it bad like a
1: typical halloween costume and archie comics are very very stereotypical with their halloween costumes
0: robin hood caveman like yeah, yeah. but raccoon i don't know but there you go that's uh... uh here let me see if i can do a musical sting archie
1: investigates <laughs> nice
0: thank you so
1: actually i was going to bring up bizarre but i've uh-huh. been inspired to pivot by what you brought today
0: Ooh.
1: uh just I so we can follow on this fun kind of misogynistic little train we're on oh,
0: <laughs> please i love this train
1: so i actually don't have a name for this this bit next stop
0: the patriarchy
1: <laughs> choo choo we were born <laughs> on this train <laughs> hopefully we won't die on it oh god <laughs> too real but this is um if we want to just dive into it and then we can unpack the oh, misogyny please, yeah. from both comics afterwards mm.
0: i would love we'll to call my
1: therapist to dial in um <laughs> no not really
0: get some expert opinions yeah, yeah.
1: but this is a uh, josie and the pussycats in mm-hmm. i'll be your dream date and Isle is isle because they're on a tropical okay. vacation Oh, That's okay. That's the only I see. relevance.
0: I was wondering if it was going to be like a wedding thing. Like <laughs> that would be weird. Aisle. All right. So
1: we see that Valerie is jumping off the diving board. She's calling to Melody and Josie who are lounging in the, the uh-huh. side of the pool. Uh, Josie, Mel, okay. I'm going to start our vacation with a splash. But there's a guy in the water okay. who's like, hey, watch out. You're jumping on me. <laughs> it's a <laughs> handsome guy i guess <laughs> Damn, Val. and instead of a splash we hear a thunk what Ooh, <laughs> i know boy. right
0: this is scary no
1: he just caught her so... oh
0: god i thought it was gonna be like head-to-head shit
1: again <laughs> oh god they do do that a lot
0: well the weird <laughs> yeah, thing is we
1: he- we see it's like a full panel it's just the word thunk and she's like thunk uh-huh. what happened to splash like, she wasn't Wait, aware of what this. happened. Valerie! Valerie? The one who what? Well, so she jumps got off caught. the diving board, is caught by a man, and is confused about that.
0: Yeah, is like, are they both made of wood? Because why <laughs> did it make <laughs> a thunk noise?
1: A thunk. Uh, and the guy's like... <laughs> imagine, if,
0: imagine if you <laughs> caught your cat, and the cat went like, thunk. thunk, into your arms. Yeah. That would be wild.
1: <laughs> Someone's made of wood here. <laughs> Uh, and he's like, you should look <laughs> before you jump right. into a swimming pool. Yeah. And she's like, oh. Uh, yeah, you should. Vacation brain, sorry. And then he's like, aren't you Val of Josie and the Pussycats? And then they have like,
0: I'm your stalker. Heart
1: eyes. Okay. He says, okay. my name is Malik. Welcome to the Smilin' Island Resort, which is a scary name. Ooh. Also, do you work for the yeah. resort? Why are you welcoming her?
0: Yeah. Where's this island, man? What's Smiling Island?
1: Clearly wasn't paying attention. He does work here. I managed the hotel with my two brothers. If you're free later, I'd love to give you a tour of the island. I managed the
0: pool (laughs) by swimming in it.
1: Apparently. And he's like, she's like, oh, that sounds nice. And he's like, great. I'll meet you in an hour. (laughs) Okay. So Josie's like, did you just pick up that guy? And Melody's got to be like, he picked up Val. Ha ha, I'm dumb. Oh, God. Because remember in Archie <laughs> comics, Melody's a dumb idiot that doesn't know anything. She's the blonde. And it's really yep. bad.
0: The platinum blonde, too. Yeah, which is she
1: has white blonde hair. A whole hair. other Sabrina-level blonde. blonde.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, classic Sabrina.
1: And then Val is like, he certainly is full of surprises.
0: You just met him. Like, how, what does that mean? I don't know.
1: That's like- So now we see- <laughs> That's like if someone
0: asked you on a date, and they were like,
1: oh, oh my god! I guess it's surprising that he caught know. her? I don't know.
0: I, I guess. So we
1: see the outside of the manager's office, uh, through the window, the, I, presumably Malik is talking to his two brothers, and they're like, whoa, you have a okay. date with Val of Josie and the Pussycats? He's like, I know, my dream girl. I can't believe it. And they're like, but Val is our okay. favorite too. Can't we also date her? And he's oh like, I saw her first. And besides, we can't all date Val at the same time. Right? right.
0: They're triplets,
1: right? <laughs> well, very pointedly, we don't see them at any point. We see like silhouettes of the three of them and then him uh-huh. talking. But yeah, they're triplets. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, was
0: yeah. Say, I was like, if they're not triplets, this is going to be I even know. worse. It's just, like, one of them's, like, balding with the comb-over, and he's like, Hey, Val.
1: (laughs) So, uh, we see later Val and presumably Malik...
0: I just need to say, if you have a comb-over, you're not gross. (laughs) Just... (laughs) The way I said that, I feel bad if any of our listeners have a comb-over. Comb-overs aren't gross. Having a comb-over and being gross to women is gross. Well,
1: this guy has, like, a... A shaved head so if he suddenly had a comb over that would be weird
0: that would be weird um
1: so it looks like they've just pulled this jeep up as far on the beach as it'll go and they're (laughs) practically in the water uh and they're like
0: i mean that's how you do it (laughs) megan right ocean and it's just you know
1: generic tropical beauty there's like a flower in the foreground and palm trees um
0: coconuts perhaps
1: no coconuts in this shot but i'm sure there are coconuts okay she's like the view is beautiful from here and he's like from where i'm sitting too, because he's looking at her <laughs> um of she's course. like i can't stay out too late and he's like it's not late it's only uh? and then he runs away what <laughs> yeah, he like jumps up the jeep and he's like what i'll be fuck? right back and she's what like, Okay, that was weird.
0: Yeah, it was. And then he
1: comes back. Does he? <laughs> and she's like, There you are, is everything okay? And he's like, Yeah, just wanna take you to my favorite place on the island.
0: Yes, everything's fine with me, Malik.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh so he takes her to a beautiful waterfall with like a, a river and like a little cave thing. She's Ooh, like, Wow, nice. it's beautiful. I wanna come back here with Josie and Mel. He's like, great idea, there's a cool grotto behind this waterfall.
0: Perfect for smooching.
1: And she's like, oh, I don't really have time to do any more exploring. I said I'd meet the girls for dinner. And then he's like, okay, Uh, hang on a minute, I left something in this cave. And then he sprints into the cave.
0: Okay, guys.
1: (laughs) And she's like- That sucks. Also, he's like sprinting through the river. I don't know. What? It's just a weird thing.
0: I hate- I hate the implication that one of them was hiding yeah, he's in just that hiding cave, in the cave and the whole waiting. Time.
1: Yeah,
0: like, like he was like, "Check out this beautiful cave, Valerie," and just showing her around, and she's like, "Oh," and like behind a fucking stalactite. Yeah, <laughs> so- Relic is waiting
1: he um she's waiting for him and she's like i hope he doesn't keep me waiting too long this is kind of annoying and then he comes from not the cave a different direction and is like here i am
0: (laughs) so they're just bad at this actually (laughs) she's like
1: wait didn't you go in the cave and he's like i took a shortcut come on in there's another way out (laughs) (laughs) god I
0: i took an underwater tunnel
1: yeah and he's like, let me show you my favorite place on the island. And she's like, I thought this was your favorite place.
0: Jesus fuck, uh, this sucks.
1: And then we just cut to a while later, when Valerie is with Melody and Josie again. And they're like, hey, how'd your they date go? They didn't want to draw it again. <laughs> no, they didn't want to do a third, I guess, mini day. I guess we
0: get it at this point, yeah. yeah.
1: She's like, it was weird, he kept leaving and then coming back. I'm pretending like he was a different new person. <laughs> uh, Melody has to be like, he's a ghost. And then God. Josie is like, oh, are you going to see him again?
0: <laughs> Josie's just chatting. Yeah. I love it.
1: <laughs> She's like, I think sh- so. When he's not running around, he's actually very sweet and charming. And then God, all Valerie's three of nice. them pop up from behind some fucking bushes and they're like, God. Thanks, Val. Now please tell us which one of us is the most sweet and charming. And she... None of you. Leaps backward, hair standing on end, exclamation marks above her head. And that's the end. That's the button? Yeah. All Fuck, three of sucks. them. Can you see in this picture? The fucking bushes oh, they're popping man. out of. Yeah. And their matching outfits.
0: God, that sucks real bad. Yep. Whew. So uh What is with that? Uh, you know, like I speaking of Josie and like some rough shit in there, I found it was one of the weird Josies too where it's like Alexandra and Alex <laughs> are Alexandra.
1: like
0: They're not even like the witch Alexandra and s- super like Reggie, <laughs> yeah. Alex. It's just like when they were just like rich snobs yeah um and it's one of the ones with cricket
1: cricket odell the girl who can smell money yep pause on that
0: and let's think about that (laughs)
1: yeah
0: because that sucks guys that really that's bad why is it why it's like that's definitely never going to be a trait they'd give to a guy right like that's such like a women smell money yeah that sucks what's up what's up archie wow (laughs) there was also in that same one like it's wild because there's a character I've never heard of before named like Albert who's like some folk musician Alexandra's in love with but he's not into her and he like runs away to Egypt and hides in the pyramids but she like put a dollar bill on him so that Cricket can track him across the world and yeah he's like I don't know man Just like the conniving and like in that one in particular I don't know that these boys are just having a fun game.
1: Well that's the thing. Like I think it's an interesting subversion of the trope because how many comics are there where Archie's dating twins or whatever? You know? It's true. Like Archie and Reggie both have a date with the hot new girl, but it's they're twins and they get confused and go to the wrong Yeah. So, this, like, yeah. a fun subversion of that. Except this is, like, three guys dating one girl without her consent. Like, right? she agreed to right. go on a date with one guy. And also, it's a weird thing that all these brothers both, like, they all want to, like, They're that's all a into weird Valerie. thing.
0: I mean, it's not like you and I are into the same uh, people. Right, like,
1: as siblings who are attracted to the same gender of people sometimes. yeah. I don't have an interest in dating people you date. (laughs) That's a weird thing.
0: That is a weird thing. And then
1: there's also the thing where she's kind of a celebrity that they're all aware of. Like, they had heard of her and were familiar with her. So that's kind of like a parasocial relationship thing. Yep. Yeah. But then maybe she's in, like, a position of power because she's a celebrity. I don't know, man. I mean, no, it's just, like, so rough because...
0: (laughs) When you made a really good point about like the subversion of the trope, because I mean, I think particularly of that one where it's like these two new girls in school and Reggie and Archie get a date, one with each. And then on the date, they are both at the same restaurant and there's Uh fun shenanigans where Archie thinks he's with Reggie's date and vice versa, which is essentially different from what happened here.
1: Well, and I feel like like if they had approached it... Like
0: well, I was just gonna say, like, yeah. because with the boys, it's they're just dumb boys mixing up the girls, which is already rough.
1: But also, they just like twins don't see anything always, other than always dress identically in these comics.
0: True, but with the one you just read, it's like instead of the boys getting befuddled and the tri- twins being malicious, it's like these boy twins are like literally tricking. This deceiving
1: girl. her <laughs> yeah. into dating all of them. Yeah. So I feel like if they'd approached it like all three of us want to date you, let us each take you to our favorite place to- and you pick which one you like best or you know like that would yeah. have been a fun thing. We're like, "Oh, I can't decide. You're all so similar cuz you're identical twins."
0: Valerie'd be probably down like with the shit she's been involved in.
1: Like, like and like, that's I don't know, pretty that- r- Pink I mean it's weird and... but oh god the fucking grapefruit guy. Um <laughs>
0: yeah. It's weird but like it's like the it's fucking better six of them could someone. all go
1: out on a like quadruple date together or whatever that was, triple date. That's
0: the thing, right? That's what I was thinking and, too. like, I was like all okay hang y'all out. know Josie and the pussycats but you just all are only into Valerie cuz I feel like the trope if you were going to do it would be that it's like one for each of them, right?
1: When like, it could even but be, I like, know. I don't know, they're all kind of into Valerie, but, like, hang out as a group and not in a weird, <laughs> coercive situation.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. Don't take dating advice from Archie. Yeah. They take well, one t- thing from our show.
1: Just the ending where she's, like, shocked and, like, <gasps> and, like, Josie and Mel are both there also shocked and it, and they just pop yeah. out of the bushes to be, like, which one of us did you like best? Like, I don't fucking know which one are any of you. Yeah. You all I didn't pretended know who to be who. the same person.
0: Exactly. I'd have to be like, okay, well who took me to the fucking waterfall? Cause yeah. I don't know.
1: Like Why did you run into a cave? What?
0: Where did you go in that cave? Did you just wait until me and your brother left? Cause that sucks.
1: Yeah. <sighs> also, presumably uh. if she was gonna like kiss any of these boys, it would have been at like the end of the date. Like, kiss goodbye or something.
0: That's why they kept ending the (laughs) day.
1: Yeah. It's Uh, insane, dude.
0: Yeah. Wow. All right. Uh, Could I, real quick, I know we've we've gone even a little good, uh, maybe not long, but we've got a nice, healthy episode here. I wanted to just cap it off with a real quick gag bag. I would
1: love that. Wash this taste of uh, weird misogyny out of my mouth.
0: Yes. Uh, So... All of these are nothing, so I'm going to let you pick by the title, uh, if you would. Uh, So you've got Jughead Shows His Home Movies in Flim Flam Film. Okay. You've got Archie in Quick Quiz, and Archie in Driving Hazard.
1: Let's say Driving Hazard for $100.
0: Okay, this is a good one. Uh... Archie and Jughead are in the jalopy at, like, maybe a stop sign. I don't have the comic in front of me. And they're in front of a very long line of traffic, and on the sidewalk, there's a cranky-looking policeman watching them. The uh, policeman approaches the car and starts yelling at Archie for blocking traffic, and he's like, Hey, you should move faster. And then Archie's like, I could move faster, but I don't want to get out of the car.
1: Oh my god.
0: And the officer gives a womp-womp face into the camera while Jughead laughs in the jalopy.
1: Mm, weren't they stopped they, behind cars, though?
0: They were the front of oh, the line. Oh, oh, I see, okay. With a bunch of cars behind them, yeah. I
1: see. So there you oh, go. Oh, Archie. Nice get little palate cleanser
0: after yes. all that shit we just <laughs> ate, yeah.
1: Well, I think that'll do it for us, though.
0: I think you're right. You can start doing some wrap-up. Uh, I can tell everyone that if you want to find really anything, all the best stuff for us, uh, it's going to be our website. It's RiverdaleHighAV.Club. It's got our social media, which is our Twitter, our Instagram, as well as our email. And then there's also our Podchaser. Could yeah. you talk about that real quick?
1: Visit us on Podchaser. It describes itself mm-hmm. as the IMDB of podcasts. Yes. Uh, but it's a fun little way for, you know, if your favorite podcatcher doesn't have a way to leave reviews, leave it on Podchaser. We'd love to hear yeah. from you. You can follow us and get updates. Yeah, just yeah. cool little site. Okay. Touch base with us.
0: Yeah, every time we, we've we got a couple of reviews on there, and like every time a new one pops in, it's just it's so the most exciting, exciting thing. Uh, no pressure, guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but we really get excited when we get reviews. We
0: really get excited. Uh, and the last little bit of business is that we have a Patreon.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, it's going to have some pretty cool stuff in there. Our first piece of bonus content is Megan and I just talking about some of our favorite video
1: games. We're going to do a bonus episode every month. And then yep. depending on what tier you sign up for, you'll get a little bit, maybe something in the mail for you.
0: Yeah. And uh, there's just three tiers so far. There's a $1 tier, $3 tier, and $5 tier. Those are monthly contributions, so you know. Um, and we totally get if you're not in a t- place to Ezra's uh, really proud of uh, help the, help the right tier now.
1: names, though, so if you could at least look at them and tell yes, him I you appreciate them, he would like that.
0: Uh, and I do promise that if we get enough Patreon subscribers, we'll we'll set a number at some point. But if we do get enough, we'll add a s- another tier that is dead, Archie. For for and before a little bit of intrigue,
1: we hop off the Patreon topic. We are doing a special new Patreon member thing where yes. um, the first five people to sign up at any tier will get an yes. extremely limited run koozie from my private collection they're
0: awesome uh i just got mine the other day yeah they are a nice blue the podcast blue and it's got our logo and it says podcast fuel yes Uh, because that's what i call
1: beer when i'm working Mm -hmm. on my podcast editing
0: it's it's either beer or coffee for me so
1: yeah I've switched yeah, to LaCroix so, recently, so anything you could put in a koozie is podcast fuel—listening or I, editing.
0: If it fuels you, put it in a koozie. Yeah. Um. So you get Ezra here for koozies. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But yeah, I think that's really gonna do it for us. Um. You got anything else, Meg? Nope. All right. Well, uh, without further ado, this has been the Riverdale High AV Club. I have been Ezra. And
1: I've been Megan.
0: And we'll see y'all at the chocolate shop.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye bye. Yeah, I'm ready to start when you're. She's pushing the door closed. <laughs> yeah, she's laying in front of the door, slowly pushing it closed on Cooper. Now Cooper stuck his head through the door crack, and Charlie's staring at him. Actually, really cute. <laughs>